This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. folks, good morning. It is Laura with Spirituality Unpacked. How are you doing today? I hope you are well. I hope you had a good week. Happy Monday. So today, I kind of almost want to give you a plan. I want to give you a way forward because it's become evident kind of what what happens and what the, what the goal is and how this works. And I, I sort of want to through the through the private coaching that I've been doing here. And so I kind of want to talk about what's what's showing up and what's been happening. So what I've done with everybody is I've I've given I'm giving them steps in the process of actually doing the work and then dealing with this the energy and the emotion and the things that come up behind. So what we're doing and what I'm saying is okay, where are you and where do you want to get to? Right. So what's what's the what's the big vision? What's the big goal? And sometimes that goal is really crisp and clear for some folks and for some for others. It's like it's it's foggy. It's there. But I've, I'm the But the recognition that we're in a loop means that we can't we can't even get out of the loop that we're in yet. So we're just sort of focusing maybe a little shorter term on just getting out of the loop and seeing what that presents because that's okay too sometimes, right? That It's okay to not necessarily have that big vision and to just sort of say, well, we're just, I, I need to get out of this loop. I know I'm in a rut right now and I need to figure that out and, and we're okay with that. So we, we'll do that. And then as you work through that process, the, the, the vision starts to become a little clearer. So what happens? You make a you make a plan. You have this overall vision, but then it's like, okay, but what's the first step? What do I what do I do first? Well, the first thing is is figuring out where you are. <laughs> and so you have to be honest with yourself about what's going on. So one of the things that happens when when you when you uh, want private coaching with me is you have there's that application form, and so everybody fills in this application, and really the application, the questions are, are done in such a way that it shows me where you're stuck. I can immediately see whatever the loop is that you're in. You, you show me it very clearly just by the way you answer the questions. So I immediately see the loop. And so what that does for me, and, and, and quite frankly, if all you did was fill in the form for yourself and you did it like on a piece of paper in a journal, and you read it back to yourself and, and you pretended you were you were you were reading somebody else's writing, you would immediately see the loop that you're in. It would immediately show you where you're caught. I don't feel good enough, right? And and a lot of people say that kind of stuff. I don't feel good enough. I don't feel worthy enough. I don't feel like I can. There's a lot of doubt. I'm worried about other people. But ultimately most of them know what the next thing is to do. Most of them have some idea, right? And even if they don't have some idea, you just sort of sit around and talk. And what we try to do is we try to challenge the lies that have shown up in their lives. We just challenge 
the ideas that they're stuck in, right? So, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter what that is. We're just going to take one of the, one of the lies, one of the loops, and we're going to challenge it in some way. So we're not making massive leaps. We're just doing little things. And it's like, okay, so you need to, you need to, you know, change this. I mean, for one of them, it's like, let the kid do laundry, <laughs> you know, let, 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 let the, let the teenager do their own laundry. Like it, it's not, it's not life-threatening. There's nothing massive in that. But when you're caught in a loop of guilt or shame or whatever around your parenting, then, then yeah, you're gonna, you know, that, that's a big deal. But in the grand scheme, of, it's not a massive thing, except that it feels like a big thing because it triggers all the stuff, right? So we're not doing huge things. Somebody else is starting a business page on Facebook. Somebody else, you know, they're, they're doing things. Somebody else decided to just blow things up and start again, you know. So, okay, for the most part, though, it's not massive things. They're, they're, they're little in the grand scheme, but they make a big difference in what's going on. They make a big difference in, in, in what's happening. And, and really what they ultimately do is they trigger all the stuff. And that's kind of what we want, right? So what I want to see is, are you caught in a loop of procrastination? So do I have to hold your feet to the fire to get you to do it, right? Are, are you going to take responsibility on your own? Or is it going to be nudge, 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 push, push, push? Okay, why are you avoiding this, right? Because once you get down that road of procrastination, then you have to look at, okay, well, what's going on, right? So it's either, how did it make you feel when you did it? Or why did you avoid it? All right, those are the two questions we're asking, <laughs> right? So which one is it? And so depending on which one it is, right, we go down the path. If it's procrastination, okay, well, what, what are you afraid of? What's the lie in here, right? So we look at it and we're doing it pretty much logically. We're looking at it and going, what are you telling yourself here that isn't true? That's not allowing you to move into the next step, right? Or if they're doing it, okay, how did it make you feel when you did it? right? Did you disconnect from it entirely? So you're just, you're, it's just like filling in a checklist. You're not really, you're not really doing anything, right? So that the energy behind what you're doing, you're on robot mode. So the energy isn't really, you're not feeling anything. You're too disconnected. Okay. So, but why did you disconnect so far? Right? Or it made me feel guilty. It made me feel bad. It made me feel all this stuff. Okay. Now we can work through that stuff. Okay. Because the idea is we're just triggering stuff. We're triggering things. You're moving forward. The steps are logical in that, in that you need to take them. So they're helpful. They have benefit. But then on the backside of that, we deal with the things that they also trigger all the stuff. And so that allows us to deal with the stuff. And that's how we move forward. So can you do that for yourself? Yeah, you don't need me to do that, right? You can make a choice to do a thing. And you can just decide, right? And it doesn't have to be the most massive leap you've ever taken in your life, right? You're not trying to freak yourself out. You don't need to overwhelm yourself here. The goal isn't to freak you out. The goal is to simply say, okay, I'm going to do the next thing, right? And you pick a place and you start from there. And usually what I say is start, for, start with the thing that screams the loudest, right? So 
So, you know, one person doesn't have enough time for themselves. So, okay, so what's on your obligation list that you can drop, right? <laughs> like, like, let's just start somewhere and let's see what happens, right? So if we, if we have an obligation list and we just drop something, then we have to consciously fill that in with something else, right? Because if we fill it in unconsciously, then we're just gonna do something else for somebody else and that solves nothing. We don't wanna keep in the loop. So we have to make conscious choices about what we're doing with our time, right? So anybody can do this stuff for themselves. This isn't, there's no rocket science here. It's very straightforward. But the thing is, is you have to be willing to see yourself kind of objectively. You have to be willing to back out of the story of pain that you're telling yourself about and how you need to do those things for other people because, because they're going to get mad or they're not going to like it or you're going to feel guilty or whatever's going on for you. You got to get out of that story, right? So I don't allow those stories in, right? They're there, but I'm going to be like, okay, here's the story, but that's not true. So we're going to focus on true here. True is you deserve to have time for yourself. So here, this is what you're going to do right? And then I want you to consciously fill the time in with something else, right? And the, the key word here is consciously, because if you just leave the time kind of in a vacuum, you're going to go do something else for somebody else. It's not about cleaning out the fridge. It's not about vacuuming the floors. It's do something for yourself in that space where you would otherwise be doing laundry or vacuuming or dishes or whatever, doing something for somebody else. Do something consciously, right? Take time for you, make it conscious, right? So if you're making change in your business, this is what I want to do. Okay, so do it. What's stopping you, right? Where, where's the, where's the, where's the, where's the glitch? What's the problem? Well, I don't feel like blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, but what's next, right? Let's do the next step, right? Get out of the emotion. Stop overthinking the emotion of how you feel and just take the next thing and do it and allow that to be there. We can deal with the triggers that come up because they're all just stories. That emotional stuff that comes up behind it is all just stories you're telling yourself about how you're not good enough and you don't deserve and you can't have and the numbers suck and, and, and they're going to be mad and people aren't going to like it and you're telling yourself all the stories. But the stories aren't true. They're just stories. Just let them be there. We don't have to overthink them. There's nothing to do with those. They're just stories, right? Let the emotion flow. It just passes through. We're not holding on to that. It's not a souvenir. We're not going to wear it as a badge. We're not doing anything with the emotion except letting it flow through. We acknowledge how we feel, but we recognize that that emotion at that point is attached to a lie that says, I can't, I shouldn't, I'm not supposed to, I'm not allowed, I'm not good enough, I don't deserve, and all the other stuff you tell yourself, right? The emotion is attached to the lie. So the emotion flows through. We don't have to get caught in that. Just let it flow. Right. And ultimately, when you do that, you feel better. When you let the emotion go through you without trapping it and stopping it and holding on to it because you think there's something more to do, there's no more to do with that. The emotion is attached to the lie that you told yourself about why you couldn't do the thing. And so when you do the thing, you disconnect from the lie. Or at least you begin the process of disconnecting from the lie. And then you feel better once you let the emotion go. Right? So we're working on not holding on to the emotions that come with this stuff. 
We're working on not holding on to the lie. When you hold on to the emotion, you hold on to the lie. When the emotion is your cue that says, I need to do more work, you're lying to yourself. That's keeping you stuck. The emotion just shows you that something you're telling yourself is untrue. The emotion shows you that there's a lie there. The pain shows you where the lie is. It's your hint. It's a big neon sign that says, look, here's where the pain is. So we're just looking to do things differently. Do you need me to do something differently? No, you can do that for yourself just as well. But you have to be willing to look at yourself from above. You have to be able to see yourself more objectively and get out of the story. Recognize the story when you start telling it. Right? Because I shut down stories, I won't let you tell them. Because they're not true. It's a story you tell yourself about why you're not good enough. Cool, okay. But you are good enough, so that's not, that's not true. So what can we do to prove yourself wrong? That's what we're going for. Let's prove you wrong. Let's prove the lie wrong. It's incorrect, right? And so people say, well, what happens when it doesn't work? Well, okay, it failed. And that's because there's energy there that is wonky still. There's still wonky beliefs and ideas behind that. So there's, it just means there's more to do there, right? We have to keep challenging it. We just keep knocking on that door. We keep challenging that theory. And we keep working through and releasing the energy behind it that says you can't, you shouldn't, you're not supposed to, and so on. You just keep working through that energy. And eventually the thing works out. Once you do it enough, it works out, right? Eventually you'll get there, right? And not everything is a pass-fail test either, right? Not everything is a pass-fail test, right? Business might be pass-fail, but whether, whether or not you do laundry for, for your kids is not pass-fail necessarily, right? It doesn't, it doesn't have that. But it's about breaking the energy, right? It's about breaking the habit and breaking the pattern. And then once you start that process, once you start breaking patterns, it's kind of dominoes. It just sort of falls, right? Things just start to go at some point. They go on their own a little bit for a while because there's just so much there. You create a tipping point and you just sort of go. And then you find yourself in a completely different space, right? But then what happens? Well, then now you have more to do, right? Now there's kind of the next phase. You kind of look around and it's like, okay, where did I end up? Where am I? You know, <laughs> what's going on here, right? And then you figure out what the next thing is because I promise you there's still, there's still more untruth there. There's still more lie there. There's still more things there, right? Remember, I keep saying, you can call up pain anytime you want to. If you're looking to get rid of the pain, you're going to be here a long time because you're probably not going to do it, right? You can, you can call up a memory that's going to make you cry. You can call up pain, right? I just, I did that last night. I called up a memory, it made me cry. You know, it's possible, right? So that's easy. But does that mean I need to go back and do a bunch of work? No, no, no. The pain's just there. It's associated with memory. But ultimately, did I do the work around the stuff that, that caused that memory to happen? Yes, right? Because I created the memory, right? I created the memory back in the past. Now, did I do the work that caused me to made the, make the decision that caused the pain in the first place? Yes, right? So that's where the check and balance is. Did I do the work to fix the, the thing that caused me to make the crappy choice that caused the pain, right? 
did I do that part, right? Not did I heal the pain, not did I make the pain go away. We're not trying to make the pain go away. We're trying to make sure we don't have to make crappy choices anymore, right? That's all we're doing. We're just making sure we're not making crappy choices. You're making aligned choices, not crappy ones. We're, not, we're trying not to create from pain, right? So, okay, if we made a crappy choice in the past, then we do the work that would have made us make the crappy choice in the first place. Right? It's not about healing the pain. We're not trying to remove the pain. The pain's going to be there because the memory's there, right? Anybody can look at a picture and cry. You can watch a movie, a sad movie, and make yourself cry. You can do those things. It's not rocket science. So, but we need to stop getting caught up in the pain. We need to stop getting caught up in the pain. It's the pain. It's the emotion that comes with it that you get tripped up on. Because the emotion is the part that seems to overwhelm. And you, you, you make yourself deal with the emotion behind everything all the time. Because you keep thinking, I need to deal with the emotion. I need to deal with the emotion. I need to deal with the emotion. But if you can cry at a sad movie, that means that any time that you bring up a memory that caused you pain, you're going to feel that, right? If you can cry at sappy commercials on TV, then you're going to be upset at things. It just is. But when you watch a sad movie or a sad commercial or, or, or whatever, and it makes you cry, do you suddenly decide to go do a bunch of deep healing? No. So why do you do that with your own memories, with the things that come up for you along the way? Why do you decide to suddenly you need to go do all this work? You don't. Let the emotion flow through and stop getting caught up in it. The emotion is distracting you from doing the work. It's not letting you move forward because you decide every time, ooh, shiny object, and off on the emotional trip you go. But you keep dealing with that emotion and you keep staying in the loop. You keep dealing with the emotion, you're in the loop. You deal with the emotion, you're in the loop. You will not get there from there. If you try to fix it by only dealing with the emotion, you will never fix it. You can't. It is impossible. You have to actively fix the behaviors. You have to, have to, have to. You have to deal with the behaviors and leave the emotion alone for a while. Stop getting tied into how you feel. Does how you feel matter? Yes, because at some point you do have to deal with the janky energy behind whatever it is that you're doing in order to make it successful, in order for it to stick. Yes, we have to deal with the guilt, the shame, the blame, the victimization, all the crap that comes up. Yes, we have to deal with that. But the question is, how do we do that so we don't get stuck in it again, right? So what we're looking for is we're acknowledging the feelings are there and we're recognizing that they're attached to a memory and a lie. They're attached to a thing that's not true, right? And so basically what we're trying to do is push through it a little bit to allow ourselves to see the truth of what's actually going on. We're going to go until we become aware of the truth. We're going to go until we see a shift, right? I don't because I've done a lot of the deep healing, because I did all the cry it out stuff at the beginning of this process, I don't do a bunch of that now. I don't have to, right? So I'm not busy deep healing. So what happens is when different energy comes up that keeps me in a cycle, like right now it's this idea of control. Well, okay, so I got to release control. Now, does that mean I'm doing deep healing? Absolutely not. What am I doing? 
getting my brain on board, fixing the thinking that might come up along the way that says that I need to focus over here, right? Because this idea of control is a thinking problem. It's not an emotional problem, it's a thinking problem. Can I find emotion attached to it? Oh, probably if I want to, sure. Do I want to? No. Does it help? No. So am I going to do it? No. I'm going to look for the thinking problem. What's the thought I'm thinking that's causing me to keep wanting to do this, to keep staying in my stuff, to keep staying stuck? What's causing me to keep needing to take control of things, right? And so we look at things like, do I trust myself? Do I trust whatever, right? Can I, can I back off? How do I, how do I energetically disconnect a little bit here? Because that's what I have to do. How do I energetically disconnect? What does that look like? And then back it off, back it off, back it off, right? So I'm working myself through a process of backing off, backing off, redirecting my thoughts. What am I doing? Being aware of myself in the experience so that I can back off the thinking, so that I get control of the brain, that wants to do the thing, right? That wants to be in the loop, that likes to take control, that wants the pattern, right? Okay, control the thinking, control the thinking, control the thinking, right? So I work through it, right? It doesn't mean that I've never, you know, done the cry it out thing. It doesn't mean that I've, I've never felt the emotion. I felt all the emotions. But the emotions are all attached to memories. They're all attached to lies. And none of that stuff is actually true. It's like looking at a TV commercial and crying. It's like watching a fictional movie and crying. When you watch Cinderella and you cry because it makes you sad, it's not because the story is true. Right? It's not because the story is true. You cry because it's sad. Right? That's the thing. You can cry at a Disney movie. It doesn't make the Disney movie true. Right? So just because you cry because you're telling yourself a story doesn't make the story true. Right? The emotions do not validate the story. The emotions do not validate the story. Stop making them validate it. Stop allowing the emotion that you feel to determine whether the story is true or not. Because chances are, the story is not true. Let the emotion go for a little while. And allow yourself to work a little bit more logically by taking baby steps in the direction of what you want challenge it. Try saying no. Try walking away. Try, try doing something different. Try taking the next step. Then what comes up? Then deal with that. Don't deal with the emotion. The emotion rides on the tails of that story and it's not true. What did it make me feel? What's that attached to? Why am I attached to that idea? Is that helping? Where's the truth in that? Okay, move forward. Do the next thing and keep going. Right? This isn't really all of that all that challenging. I can't say is this process. Excuse me, it's particularly hard because it's not. It's just a step by step 
process where we learn how to stay out of some of the emotion because it's not true. We learn how to see ourselves within the experience so we're aware of the thoughts and the stories that we're telling ourselves so we can challenge them. And then we keep moving and keep moving and keep moving and keep moving. We just keep going. We do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And it's interesting what happens when you start to challenge it. Because then you decide, oh, I, that, was, that wasn't true. I really didn't like that. I wanted to do this. And then you go over here and you do the other thing. And it takes care of itself. The steps start to become obvious because that's what it is, right? Right? And if I catch procrastination and if I catch you putting things off, I'm going to call you on it. I'm going to be like, nope. <laughs> right? So if, if, you're, if your scenario is such that you need a deadline, because you won't jump if you don't have a deadline, then we're going to make sure we put a deadline in place, right? I'm not going to let you procrastinate, right? And the other thing I'm not going to let you do is swing the pendulum violently in either direction, right? I'm not going to let you go extremes, right? Because extremes aren't sustainable, right? It's great to decide to blow things up, and that's cool, if you can sustain it, right? So we need to recognize that, okay, if I blow the thing up, <laughs> whatever it is, it doesn't matter, but if I blow it up, it's gonna trigger all the stuff. Can I handle the trigger, right? And so when I get, when I get phrases back like, well, it doesn't matter what I do, it's gonna trigger anyway, I'm like, cool, stand in it, stay there. Awesome, that's what I wanna hear because that shows me that you understand that yes, you know the trigger's gonna be there. You know that this thing's gonna happen and you know you're gonna have to deal with the fallout from that. And that's okay, we're gonna deal with that. That's what it's for, right? So when I hear it's gonna trigger anyway, it doesn't matter what I do, that's perfect. Because now you're aware of it. Now you get it. Now you see that you just have to keep breaking and stop being scared of those triggers. The trigger's gonna be there. Okay, great. So we'll deal with the buttons when they when they push. That's perfect. Fine. We can deal with the stuff when it comes up. Right? We work through the emotion. We recognize the emotion is on the coattails of a lie that isn't true, and we simply move on. And we get we don't get we don't stop. We don't stay there. We keep going. Right? Effectively, you're just pushing against the wall until it falls over. That's all you're doing. You're just pushing against it till it pops. And ultimately it pops every time. It has to. Because when you push on something enough, eventually it falls apart. The lie will break. It will fall apart. The clarity will come. The light bulb moment you will have. And it will be obvious to you what to do. And then at that point, you don't even need me anymore because you're running on your own juice. You're doing your own thing. And you start to see it crisp and clear, bright as day, you start to find all those bits of yourself. Oh, there was that child, you know, there was that 13 year old didn't get what he or she needed. All right. Okay. You know, we're going to give the 13 year old self a hug and we're going to move on and we're going to bring our 13 year old self with, right? So the idea behind the inner child, the inner teen, the, the inner young adult that was struggling is that we're going to give them a hug, we're going to give them what they need, and we're going to allow them to come with us. We're going to bring them on the journey too, because that's what we do, right? It's not necessarily your inner three-year-old screaming at you every time. It can be your inner 25-year-old, <laughs> okay? And But recognize that. 
recognize that, that not everything happens in childhood, right? A lot of it does, but sometimes we create pain in adulthood because of the pain that happened in childhood, right? So we learned that powerlessness was a good idea because it's what kept us safe, it's protected me, blah, 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 I did all the things, right? And then I made crap choices as an adult and I had to go back and deal with those. So it was actually my inner 35-year-old that had work to do, right? And that's the thing. That's the thing, is it's not necessarily my inner five-year-old. It might be my inner 35-year-old, and I'm okay with that too. So we went back there and we dealt with that because that was important, right? This is the process. This is the process we go through. We keep challenging it, right? And we take steps that are appropriate based on where we are in the moment. Not everything has to be a giant leap. It's okay to take the baby steps just to see what happens. We don't need to overwhelm. We're not trying to, to overwhelm anybody, right? We want change to be sustainable. We want it to be manageable. We don't need to be in chaos. We don't need to send ourselves into a panic. We can do little things that move us in the direction of what we want, right? Right? I had somebody, I've had two people just do nothing but write less because it helped, right? One was just a brain dump, right? <laughs> and that was good because immediately that person got moving, right? Oh, I see what I need to do now and off they went. So the confusion was gone. It fixed the confusion, right? Somebody else just wrote a list of obligations. Okay, well, now you're going to make time for yourself and we're going to see what that looks like, right? And we're going to do it consciously. All right, so here we go right? Like, when you do nothing but write lists, if that's all it is, and it gets you out of the confusion, and it gets you moving forward, and then you're able to take those next step, well, you know, like, sometimes that's all it takes. These aren't massive things. But those lists can be self-care. Those lists allow you to see oh, these are all the things I need to take care of. This is all the stuff I need to do. Or this is showing me my life is completely out of balance. Both of those things are okay. And they show you what to do next because the next step is to take the list and then start to balance life. Take the list and start to tick off the to-dos. Right? It doesn't have to be difficult. These aren't the most complicated things we've ever done. Right? But why didn't we do them on our own? Because we're tied up in the story about why we can't. And we're not out of it enough to see that, oh, it's just a matter of making a list. Right? You're so tied up into the emotion and how you feel and the story you're telling yourself about why you're not good enough that you're just not doing the simple things that would get you moving forward. There's no rocket science. It's not difficult. It's very simple stuff. The steps themselves are simple. Do they bring up emotions sometimes? Yeah. Can we deal with that? Yes. Right? Because we recognize in some ways the emotion is also a lie. Because it's attached to a memory and a story that isn't true. The emotion does not validate anything. You can make yourself cry at a Disney movie. So the emotion does not validate anything, right? Get out of how you feel and start seeing things more logically. Start using the brain the way it's designed. It's designed for that logical thinking. 
It's designed for you to be able to do that without getting tied up in the feelings. The feelings just distract you and they keep you in repetitive motion. You keep doing the same things over and over and over again because you're distracted by the pain that's being caused. The pain is showing you where the lie is and what's not true in that. So then the next step is to do the opposite of whatever that is, to find a way to challenge it. And then the pain starts to go away on its own. The emotion disappears by itself because there's nothing else to do. And the premise in all of this is that you've done plenty of crying out and you don't need to do more. So we're dealing with the logical brain. We're allowing the emotions to flow without squishing them. But in all cases, we just continue to move forward. And that is the story that I am telling today, gang. Thank you so, so much for listening. Do not forget to like, share, and subscribe from whichever platform you are listening to me on. I appreciate you so much. You have no idea. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back on Thursday. Have a good one, everybody. Take care. This has been Laura with Spirituality Unpacked. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.